Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Sherlock's Team Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Joel Cardona and Heather Steele. Hi, guys. Hello. Have you guys been outside today? Yes, and I've got some new freckles to show for it as well. <laughs> oh, nice. I know. I think by the time the podcast comes out, it won't be nice anymore. Oh, is that the plan? That is the weather plan, yes. Um, how are you guys? How are your weekends? Uh, yeah, I mean, uneventful. We keep, I guess, while lockdown is still, or was, or st- whatever, still in place, just trying to get, like, some last annoying DIY tasks done before, like, we're actually allowed to do stuff at the weekends but yeah it just feels like the last few weeks I don't know if I'm just being like over ambitious but yeah I just feel like all the stuff I actually want to do never quite works or never quite happens and you end up getting to Sunday night feeling like really grumpy because you haven't actually done what you wanted to do so yeah I kind of feel a bit like ugh, but I was until the sun came out well you've got a big housing project I'm not gonna lie it's quite overwhelming and it's definitely more of a project than I realized I, I don't know quite what I was thinking yeah I mean it's don't get me wrong it's nothing thing that's like structural I mean not nothing massive anyway um but it's like this could be a full-time job in itself I hadn't really prepared myself for this but it's really fun I feel really lucky and it's a really fun thing to focus on so I, I really get that as well. well I don't know if we've talked about this on podcasts before so for those who don't know you and you and your fiance have just bought a house a little bit outside of London it's quite far it's an it's the drive is an hour and a half from Clapham so it's, it feels very far mm. it's kind of it's it's on the East Grinstead train line so it's about 25 miles um outside of London tell us about it what is there to do what's on the list like where do you even start with the Renault I wouldn't really say it's a Renault I'd say it's more like a deco Renault like just painting and like sorting out his really questionable decor and actually um it was so nice when we when we finally got the keys he he kind of offered to give us a tour so basically he bought this cottage in like I think it was like early 90s and knocked it down and rebuilt it so it's it's kind of oh it was and then he said so he rebuilt it in 1998 um so it's like new but also old and he's he's an incredible kind of builder guy so he it's obviously his baby so he was so keen to like show us around and I thought it was going to be like oh you know this door you know it takes a bit of a lot you know this kind of this is how you do the lock and this is how you do the boiler I mean we were there for like two hours and he was like showing us around this house bless him but that's amazing because so so often you'll move and, and you just have no idea about anything so we had no idea where the gas meters were and we kept getting the new people being like we need a gas meter reading and we finally found it, it was like outside the basement flats front door but like down these windy stairs where you just had no idea that that's where they were exactly so it's really useful but you know he was showing us around the, be- the bedroom and he was I was like, oh yeah, I love this room. You, you probably won't want to touch this bedroom. I was like, mate, are you kidding? Have you seen the colour of it? But yeah, no, so it's just a lot of painting, really. Um, it's a really cute kind of four bed, um, semi-detached with a nice garden. And at the end of the garden, it's got the most amazing, I think he was into like, motorbikes because it was his, I'm when we went to see it, it was like full of bikes um, and it was his workshop. Um, but he basically built that to, he was going to, I think it was, he was going to make it into a granny annex, like for his dad, he was really ill and then his dad sadly died. So he never actually had time to kind of, make it into more of a house as opposed to a workshop so that space is currently like a building site and then wow. we're gonna make it more into something fun. so that is probably more of the That's kind of planning place. yeah exactly but again like that isn't 
I, I kind of want to like click my fingers and it all to be done. And but I appreciate that's probably something that doesn't really need to be done urgently. That's so exciting. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, how, how are you splitting your time currently? Are you there full time? How you know we're going back to the office for a few days a week? You know, later in the month once we're allowed. So kind of what what will you do? What will your lifestyle be? So our plan is to kind of keep this flat in London as as long as we can. Financially, it makes zero sense. But I kind of don't want to be so far out when things kind of get back to normal and all the fun resumes. Um, I'll be that person being like, sorry, guys, got to go and get the last train home. Um, so I'm going to try and keep this as much as I can. And the plan is, I think, to kind of do Mondays to maybe like Wednesday or Thursday in London and then head back there for like, to spend long I mean the, the commute is so doable um but I kind of want to like find the balance of it I think I mean so beautiful the best of both worlds I know I'm really really excited really excited and I think you know in terms of the painting and stuff like we made like a massive list of like it's like three pages of everything that needs to be done and like we've kind of got like priority one which is like painting the bloody purple bedroom and <laughs> doing the bathroom I mean dream that, that will be a matter of weeks surely I hope so. I hope so. We're going, we're working there on Wednesday. We're meeting a decorator just to get some quotes for the painting. And oh my God, also, I had no idea where to start when it comes to doing up a bathroom. Heather, did you do your bathrooms? What were no, they we like? haven't. It's kind of, it's tiled like everywhere apart from the ceiling and it's, it's fine. It's not what I'd have chosen, but we're, we're just saving up to do it basically so I haven't even uh, the kitchen is my priority in terms of like we've done everything else ourselves but yeah the kitchen is what we're saving towards at the moment so once that's done I'll turn to the bathroom so yeah I can't offer you any tips on that I'm afraid what's so overwhelming I literally like do you go to the shop and buy like a bath and a loo and like then get someone else to fit it or like yeah you can plan it for you I just had no idea. I mean, I know now. What do you do to, or anyone, anybody? Because um, I don't know. Like I say, we've done everything ourselves. But like, if you can't afford like an interior designer, is like anywhere you can go to just get like one person to kind of give you rough quotes for just how much general jobs will cost across your space? I was thinking the same. I was like, I really want an interior designer. I can't manage this. And there are so many new services that like exist to do exactly that. I mean, I think that you can pay something like, it depends on who the person is, but anywhere from like 200 to 600 pounds per room. Um, and they can like create mood boards for you and like help you plan it like in like a little kind of floor plan thing. I think um, some of the paint companies do that as well. You know, Lick, the paint company. Yeah. Yes, they will help you like color match your space and, you know, explain to you kind of what sofa would work in what space as well. It's interesting. Because yeah, I'm not so yeah. much bothered by that because I quite like doing all that kind of stuff myself but I think it's like what you were just saying before tour it's just just going somewhere so you know you can get a rough accurate quote of how, just how much general jobs cost because there's some things I'm like oh we won't bother getting that done because it'll probably be really expensive but that's just because I assume it is maybe it won't be also I might be really old to this trick but the website house h-o-u-double-z has anyone else gone oh, yes I have heard of that it's like a kind of like trustatrader.com on steroids. Like you type in what you want and there's like everything. Um, and then you, you give your location that gives you all like re recommended um, like tradesmen. Um, but also like loads of, it's kind of like Pinterest as well, like loads of ideas. And Heather, it gives you like, they might just someone's bathroom renovation. It says like cost like five to 6,000 pounds or 
it gives yeah, you that, like, that's the kind of okay that's great to know because yeah it's so handy the other thing there is um is a platform called the expert which was launched well it was soft launch i think towards the end of last year and um the founder is a guy called jake arnold and if you guys follow him on instagram he's jake alexander arnold on instagram and he's a um an interior designer he's actually from london um and moved out to la a number of years ago and is like a top 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 interior designer in la he's really big on instagram he's works with you know just so many famous people who's working loads of Chrissy Teigen at the moment. Basically, this platform is like a kind of Rolodex of a hundred of the best interior designers in the world or the most popular on Instagram, you know, the people with the interior designers with big followings. And you can basically book a one hour slot with any of them over Zoom to talk through your plans. Wow. It's obviously not cheap because these people are huge, but you know, you might not have the budget to have Jake Arnold decorate your entire house but you can pay a thousand pounds and consult with him for a full hour about a space or a room or whatever and as I say there are so many different interior designers on there I think like Bobby from Queer Eyes on there like, <laughs> like so many different um people kind of with of all different um styles and tastes so if you're looking for just ex- to kind of run a whole load of questions past an expert then that's what you need to look at the expert Interesting. That's amazing. The ones I've come across on Instagram, she's called House Nine Design. Do you know how to follow her? I recognise the name. I feel like I've maybe snooped through the account before, but I don't think I've followed them. Right. Yeah, she's really good. And they, they charge about 600 per room. That's really interesting. Um, what, 600 pounds a room tour meaning what? Like, as in they'll do mood boards or something. They have three different levels of like packages. So I think they, they, they do like a floor plan with furniture layout, design mood boards with key, for, with like with furniture selections, colour mm-hmm. palettes, fabric suggestions, linked retail shopping lists and then they give you like one round of revisions and then they kind of constant 24 7 like access to them for like a certain amount of time interesting charlotte what's your situation with house stuff there yeah so as we said we exchanged last week on ours finally i I remember when um when our house the the purchase of that house fell through at the beginning of covid i remember just like hysterically being spent i was like we're gonna still be here this time next year and he was like no we won't yes we will anyway here we are (laughs) but finally with a bit with uh yeah light at the end of the tunnel so um so we decided um to focus on selling this um and before buying anywhere else um so now we we can touch wood as long as completion goes through um we'll be in a kind of happy position of being chain free buyers um which obviously is a nice nice position to be in so um we're going to rent for a little while um and yeah manage to kind of hook it all up quite quickly so yeah, you found somewhere because when i spoke to you last week you were like we haven't found somewhere to move yet but we need to move in two weeks yeah i was quite stressed i think it was towards the end it was the end of the week before last yeah that i was yeah flatsing a little bit but um no got there actually really quickly i mean we we've been lucky enough to never rent before um so we're and we're like completely stunned by what the rental market is like like we it moves so quickly it's absurd like we put an offer in on somewhere in maybe like the first week of march and we were usurped by a couple who could move in like that friday and it was tuesday oh my god i'm just so relieved that we found somewhere um just yeah pleasant for the next few months um so that's really exciting and yeah we move on thursday that's so exciting i know i feel so tired and drained um both kind of physically and emotionally we spent the whole weekend um kind of packing up the flat's relatively small and and the only downside to the fact that it's it's newly decorated is there's absolutely no storage there currently so we're going to be living off rails and out of piles of clothes for a little while which makes me feel a bit sick but anyway we'll get I know but it'll be it'll be so worth it so worth it and we've got some outside space there which is great for Scooby and you guys (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
Yes. Um, so that's all really exciting. But we use a great service. There's a, a company called Rubbish Taxi um, and they basically come and collect all your rubbish and they'll take anything. Like they'll take a bed, a fridge. When we didn't have things um, that significant to throw away. It was more just like, we, you know, we did a big clear out of the kitchen and all, all the kind of junk that accumulates. Um, but they literally just come and they, they have scales in the back of their truck. And they just whack it all on and charge you by the kilo. Um, oh, wow. That's amazing. There's a cool out fee. So um, it adds up a little bit. But I mean, if you ever just need to get rid of a load of stuff and wait, ours was all bitty, it would have been really hard to take it to the dump. You know, it would have been like a hundred. Yeah. So um, yeah, I really recommend that was good. And then, yeah, um, my personal storage facility, AKA mum and dad have received all my winter clothes. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're good to go. We're basically moving just with like our clothes and the dog. And oh, I- how nice to be there though. Like, even if it's just for the summer, like you'll always remember the summer because you were somewhere different and new. And yeah, that's really nice. It's a bit of an adventure. And yeah, we've moved some, we've moved completely different. We've moved West. So exactly that. We're seeing it as a bit of a kind of spring, summer adventure. And hopefully we'll be in a house as long as balls keep rolling um, kind of by the beginning of the summer. One thing that we have done, um, one thing we treated ourselves to um, because we'd be getting outside space for the first time is we bought an egg barbecue, the big green egg. Oh, I'm so jealous. That's incredible. My dad literally nearly had a heart attack when we jumped in the house. I don't think my dad's ever spent more than like 40 pounds for barbecue. <laughs> um, it's a real investment. But we had we had like a little lump sum from our wedding um, and we figured that that was quite a good, you know, we'd either work, otherwise just spend it on crap. So it was quite yeah, nice. a great wedding gift exactly um and yeah so that will be coming in a few weeks oh my god what size did you go for they're like the sensible small person yeah i was gonna say because some of them are insane any anything to recommend guys have you been watching anything good have you been reading anything good what have you been doing last few weeks of lockdown last chance to binge fingers crossed of course i've been watching line of duty so that's been my main my main what thing do you think so far we've had two so far okay well it's kind of interesting i'd be interested to see how you feel about it because i know you only started watching it was it this year or end of last year so you've kind of watched it all in quick succession whereas I've sort of seen each series as it's come out so um it was a bit when there's been a few more familiar faces popping up it really is like you almost are like hang on is that so and so rather than I guess if you'd seen it quite recently you'd be like oh there they are but no um yeah I'm enjoying it I mean the first episode was all about like setting the scene for a new set of characters and circumstances whereas the second episode was more sort of harking back to stuff that's happened in the past so yeah I mean I love it to be honest it's got bit sillier than it was back in the day but you know there are a few you know Hastings saying a couple of catchphrases yesterday so Twitter was going mad with their bingo sheet. I was just about to say I've seen lots of line of duty bingo go I must yeah it was a a classic for that if you wanted to get close to a full house but no I'm enjoying it and I think it's come on at the right time I think well I don't think I know uh 9.6 million people watched that first episode which is just mental lot of people so I think yeah they definitely did the right thing kind of putting it out there just before lockdown lifts reeling people in and we've got seven episodes this time as well instead of the usual six so yeah I'm expecting lots of good things to happen line of duty I think I'm going to really struggle to watch it every week like if you particularly if you've binged it I think in the past then I, I think I'm just gonna have to wait now and binge it all because this is torture to kind of watch it my my thing is though that I'll find out what happens online so that's why it's one of those shows like 
Game of Thrones and other such shows where you almost, I feel, have to watch it on the night or else you'll see something you don't want to see. I was quite nervous. My problem is um, watching Gogglebox, which I love. Yes. Like, absolutely. <laughs> and then I watch it, I'm like, well, now I feel like I've seen every like everything everyone's talking about. Yeah, so I don't watch the series. Well, sometimes you can watch a whole movie via Gogglebox. You're like, okay. <laughs> I love it. It's my, it's, it's my kind of, the, it's how I get my cultural fix on a lot of things. I, I, Love it. I have to say, I was always so anti. I never used to like it. I used to think it was such base television, but I love it. I've got so into it. It's so good. Who, who's love, your favourite? Those girls, the two girls, the two really northern girls. The lead sisters. girls. Sisters. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, they're great. Honestly, they, and it goes like deeper than just thinking they're funny. Like I was, they're so positive. Like they're such sunny, positive people and everything mm. is just a laugh and everything is a like, oh, screw it. It doesn't really matter. Like they're such a good lesson in not taking life too seriously. Like they really just buoy me a little bit. And Yeah, they're mm. great. How about you, Tor? Have you got faves? I do. Well, the ones I love who haven't made an appearance this series and I really hope they're okay because of COVID are the two old, the two old, really old ladies who are like oh, best friends. Of course. Oh, I love them. They're kind of like naughty. Yeah, they come out um, with them stuff you're really shocked by even now you're like what <laughs> like watching but like you say uh it can give away it like it feels like you need to have watched anything you want to watch before you see it because it will give everything away and also like really harrowing stuff like i remember they they watched or actually maybe it was on the celebrity google watch they watched us the film um you, you know with that horror movie it's- yeah I was, I was. I would never have chosen to watch that movie, and then I'm just casually sitting there watching Gogglebox on a Friday night, just completely <laughs> horrible horror characters. Speaking of, actually, have you guys seen the trailer for Antebellum? But it's a new. It's from the producers of um, Get Out and Us, and um, it looks crazy. It's it's a girl who's like stuck in two realities. One a black girl, and one is as a slave. You know, in the in the deep south in the 1800s, and one is as a modern woman. She's kind of flicking between the two, but it looks really chilling. Like really Janelle Moe, I think, isn't it? Who's playing? Yeah, it's happening. In, in that same vein, there's another thing coming out. A series called Them that looks really similar to us. Um, it's a, a black family who move into a really sort of white suburban neighborhood and all the neighbors turn against them and it like the trailer for that looks horrifying but very good Mm. it's a really interesting genre we talked about this um we talked about get out a few weeks ago when Lou had watched it god fascinating and so chilling um chilling oh my god well anything to recommend so i'm actually reading a really good book by jesse burton who i love as an author did you yeah the miniaturist and also the muse i loved for it's like spanish setting and her new book the confession yeah have you read it heather no i did a my life in books with her though when it came out in hardback and she was very very generous with her answers so i absolutely love her now <laughs> oh she's so i think i've actually waited for it to come out in paperback which is why i'm only just reading it now but i i love the way she writes it's so good such an interesting story uh it's about a girl who she i think her mum goes missing when she's about or disappears when she's about uh, seven or eight. Um, and then it's not like no, no spoiler, but within the first like chapter of the book, you find out her mom had a relationship with this other woman um, before her, before she was born. And now she's just kind of come across this woman by like searching her, like hunting her down. And I believe she's going to kind of find out the secrets. I think it's like a kind of mother daughter kind of exploring worlds there's obviously like some giving some quite big twists to come I was mm, it's good it's really good i stumbled across her on instagram actually the other um yes last night at uh, jesse burton this is not the girl in the book and um she uploaded a thing she uploaded a picture from when she'd finished it and um it was really it was really saddening because you know how you kind of have these kind of 
whimsical ideas of writing a novel and just think you kind of sit down and bash out a book and actually, and you could see in the background like by her desk she had like every single chapter and every single subplot on a different post-it note and this like really elaborate intricate map of this story and I was like oh it looks like a lot of work to be <laughs> quite such a success. <laughs> I often think that about JK Rowling you know how did she actually when she sat down to write the first book had she planned out like the character and the plot for every single kind of you know the whole thing like the whole empire of like thoughts it's fascinating she must have it ended so beautifully it's not like a kind of game of thrones where clearly the decisions were made kind of towards the end you know they, it, it really felt harry potter felt very wrapped up didn't it into kind of a perfect little bow he hasn't even finished game of thrones he's still got <laughs> bloody books to write <laughs> i said waiting for his moment to release his book he's writing other books it's like mate come on you're, you're getting on a bit now do not leave us hanging <laughs> i just can i just really quickly recommend one thing um i did talk about it at the end of the show last week um but i'm watching call my agent oh um, i want to watch that yeah which is not new i'm afraid so that i'm sure there'll be people listening who have watched it already but um it's so good my parents watched it and they kept saying watch it watch it watch it and it is so good it's a french um kind of dramatic comedy about a group of agents at a talent agency a kind of small boutique talent agency but they they represent all the biggest talent in France. I mean, this is it, it is fictional, um, but every episode contains a cameo from the biggest movie stars in France. And I guess French cinema in Europe is, you know, so what's the word? So celebrated. It's so brilliant. It's so funny. Like so funny. The characters are amazing. You completely fall in love with them. Um, and because it's subtitled, I love that you have to kind of put your phone away and just actually really focus for an hour. It's so refreshing and keeps me. Mm. Really it makes each episode feel really long as well, which is really nice. It's something to kind of really get your teeth into. Um, there are four get into that. Yeah, Heather, you'd love it. There are four seasons, six episodes in each. Absolutely loving it. So good. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. When I was flicking through the papers towards the end of last week um, for inspiration for the podcast, we did find a, a Daily Mail article asking what your guilty lockdown secret was um an artist um as part of a project invited members of the public to anonymously submit their guiltiest lockdown secrets and i mean they are the, these go quite quite dark i'd say some of the, the highlights in the daily mail they included things like i got so fed up with my husband not making a fair contribution to our family life in lockdown i started cleaning the plug hole with his toothbrush every day he hasn't been sick yet damn um i like that one um, and then somebody said i'm having passionate secret sex with another man's wife and i love it um, so as I say, they got quite up close and personal. I don't for a minute expect anyone to divulge that kind of information on the podcast. However, I will ask you if you have a lockdown, a guilty pleasure, shall we call it, in lockdown um, that you'd like to share. Tor? Before I say mine, I have to say I love the person who said they were like pretending to their other half, they were going for a jog and they went to the park bench and ate cake. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. I love that. You know what? I've been thinking about this all weekend. I want to think of something really, really fun to say. I think mean, obviously just really boring, but 
what I have been loving, and you might not think this is a guilty pleasure, but does anyone else watch or has watched Below Deck Mediterranean? <laughs> no, but I feel like one of the only people who hasn't. I haven't even seen Below Deck, although I know I'd love it if I uh, allowed myself to uh, watch it. It It is just the, the most amazing level of escapism. I think it's the combination of like looking at like nice scenery and like beaches and the water and like being on a boat. That's just great, like kind of substituting vaguely for a holiday that we're never going to get um and I did a ski season when I was in my gap year and like to me it brings back that like sense of like banter and like with your colleagues and the stupid petty fights you have and like hosting things and like making beds and cleaning loos it is so good I can't tell you like I've I binged the whole thing in about two days I'm obsessed I'm so sad it's over is it is it recent yeah, I, it must be because it's on 4OD and I know on Netflix there's like Below Deck Caribbean and there's like other ones. But yeah. I think the Mediterranean one is, it, it's definitely pre-COVID. Because sorry, the, the Below Deck on Netflix, like, if you start from the beginning, is in like 2003 or something. It's really it that long ago. Don't quote me on that, but you know, it's a really long time ago, yeah. The most feel-good thing. And that's that, that's kind of my, my guilty secret of the last month. Thank you for confessing. Heather? It's okay. Mine's also TV related, but not quite the same thing. Uh, and I think I might have maybe mentioned it on the podcast last year. Year. I can't remember, but I don't know how this has happened. But I've basically really got into watching cricket, which I don't know Heather, that's so cultured. Why do no, you have not share with the low deck? No, it's not. I, no, I've always hated it before and just thought it was like the most boring thing in the world. My boyfriend watches it and just like, I think ever since the World Cup, like two years ago when England won and I've just been seeing more and more games, I've like suddenly got really into it to the point where I got up earlier than my boyfriend yesterday morning so I could watch the final day of India versus England for the full day. Because it's like a full day. Plays cricket. I just sat in front of the TV watching it with the dog on my lap. Just like, what, what is it about it that you like? I don't know. I really fancy Joss Butler, who like that's part of it maybe, but yeah. also. <laughs> but I don't know. I think now I've watched a bit more of it. Like I've kind of got to know the players a bit and kind of care about them and want them to do well and I don't know there is an element of tension to it as well like once the second half begins you're kind of like oh what's going to happen and I suppose yeah just because I'm sort of learning more about it I feel like I kind of know what's going on now probably not I don't know guilty or whatever but it's definitely shocking to me like it's something I never ever anticipated I would enjoy I mean like I don't mind like if it's on like watching it or like a bit of football but like Heather just sit on a Sunday and watch the whole match all day because Tim was watching it all day as well well, like that was on from like 11 to like 6. Yeah, <laughs> it started at 9 a.m. I was watching it. Yeah, so that's my weird lockdown revelation. I would say that is pretty weird. It's really weird. Honestly, I find it the weirdest out of everyone. I think that when um when life returns to normal, you and you and Tobe should go to like one of the one days or like the two twenty. Exactly. That's no, really fun. He's already booked to go with his mates. I'm a bit like oh. <laughs> <laughs> things that have some time away from me charlotte do you have a secret we no do you know what i think my biggest thing is that um we've the rhythm that suits us is that i cook and ben cleans but i when i say i haven't cleaned like i haven't i i no longer have anything to do with like the running of the household like ben stays on top of the kitchen roll the toilet roll the cleaning supplies the like i i haven't filled a dishwasher i mean in seven months eight months like he's done what about what about your washing no I do my laundry I do do my own laundry but I, and, and like you know I'll 
change the bed sheets or whatever if you know if, if there's that kind of job that he's doing but in terms of the kind of everyday I'm talking about kitchen specifically that I literally haven't touched a thing and I think I'll really struggle to go back to that being a shared responsibility where because Ben's basically become a house husband like he's been at home every day I mean he was obviously he's working but you know he's, it's, it's his domain I've obviously come in and out because we were lucky enough to go back to the office for some time last year um so it still feels more like and you know he works in the kitchen and I work kind of in here and in, in the room at the back so yeah it's very much like his space so whilst I kind of provide the food I feel like a re- like we have it's not swapping roles, you know, it's not swapping traditional roles because I still cook, I guess. But the, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm quite embarrassed by how little I have to do with the polishing of the, of the space. I mean, no, I know. think, I think that's fair because yeah. he probably thinks, oh, I feel so like embarrassed. I don't have to do any cooking. Yeah. Or like, I think that's so nice that it's shared. I, I love that. I wish. And I, think, and it, so... I like, I like cooking. He, and he, he takes real pleasure out of cleaning as well. Like he loves doing it. So envious. I hate cleaning. Well, he's very envious. So <laughs> that I think, you know, it appeals to him. To, yeah, he gets very stressy if it's not all perfect. But anyway, so that's great. I can leave him to it. You know, if, God forbid I touch the dishwasher. It's not stacked with mm. preference. So I just leave him to it. I don't mind because I don't like doing it, but I also feel like I probably should do it. So yeah, I guess that's my guilty pleasure is leaving all the clearing up always to my husband. Let's um, move on and talk about um, staying organised. Uh, we interviewed 10 successful women on their key to staying on top of everything. Those women included Connie Nam. She's the founder and CEO of Astrid and Miu, a jewellery brand, brand we love. Smarter, she is CEO of Red Carpet Green Dress, which is an amazing company. Chrissy Rucker, Whitney Bromberg Hawkins. I mean, really, it's an illustrious lineup of organised women. Um, so I want to know, what do you guys do to stay on top of stuff? Tour, house renovation, which is a full-time job. You have a full-time job. What do you do? How do you stay on top of things? You know, I thought I was organised and I read the speech and I was blown away by some of these women. Like it, the, their level of organisation is like scary. Yeah, the founder of Sana Jardin, Amy Christensen, who says she plans her son's meals for six weeks in advance. I was like, oh my God, on an Excel document. Yeah, wow. I, I do like a good spreadsheet and I like writing things down. I have a good old house spreadsheet, which has about 600 tabs, a wedding spreadsheet, <laughs> which has about 600 tabs. But on like a personal level, I... I put a lot of things in my diary. I know this is such a time old trick, but I do even like diarize things like workouts. And when it comes to meals, I'm really organized with my cardio. And um, yeah, I think it just really helps knowing what's in the fridge and like however busy you are, there's always going to be like healthy stuff to hand, which, you know, creates a cycle of just like feeling better about yourself and wanting to be organized and being productive and et cetera, et cetera. I, um, I listened to a podcast this weekend on um, Hodge, um, on her recommendation, um, our show manager, and it is called um, The High Performance Podcast. It's with Jake Humphrey. Do you know who I mean? He's a, a sports presenter, but he started out on like CBBS back in the day. Yeah, I know who you mean, yeah. And uh, the, so him and a, uh, he works with a professor called Damien Hughes, who's a psychologist and or a psych- psychoanalyst. You know, don't quote me what, exactly what he is, but you know, so, some kind of... Somebody brain expert brain expert exactly something like that um and they interview again like high functioning people really successful people on on how they are successful and um i listened to matthew mcconaughey um on this podcast this weekend and um taught he was basically saying exactly that that like if one thing is out of whack kind of health wise then everything else goes to shit he was like if i'm starting to feel whatever it is stressed or you know i'm headachey or you know like things are going wrong i take a step back and say am i eating right did you get enough sleep you know have i done a workout have i had fresh air and and I have, you know, you have to recalibrate all those things 
before you can even think about everything else going well. Interesting. Heather, what uh, what about you? How do you stay organised? Yes, yeah, kind of similar to Tor, to be honest. I don't know, maybe it's to do with like being writers or something when our job's just like involve lots and lots of different things and having to research stuff constantly but yeah kind of lists are my thing I've got um you know a thing on um IMAX called stickies which look like post-it notes that you can have on your computer so I have those all. Uh, what yeah and they're just kind of always on your screen if you want them up there and I've got like one for stuff we're doing at the weekend's to do with the flat stuff one for like yeah what i've ordered online food wise and what days we need to eat it by one for you know spending between us that we need to make sure we spend the same amount like loads of boring stuff to be honest but i've got like one for different things you put food expiration dates on those post-it notes no 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 no. but then i work out like right this is the food we've got in for this week and like then i work out what we're having on what day based on yeah i'm not like on the it needs to be eaten for the fifth and no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, no, just like, yeah, what are we going to eat? Stuff that needs to be done. And then I've got one for obviously work as well and like every day what I'm going to do. And then I've got a separate spreadsheet for work as well with like which features I'm going on, what day, like what stage you're at, who I've interviewed, when they've got back to me, when it's written, when it's when the images are in. Because I just, I think... Yeah, just, well, with everyone's side, there's just so much going on, I think, unless it's kind of written down somewhere. So I'm a real pen and paper person. Like, I, my to-do list is, I have to write it down and physically tick it off. Yeah. I, it, I'm all for a spreadsheet for kind of the macro. Yeah, like bigger tart. Yeah, like, yeah, macro, yeah. It has to be, it has to be on pen and paper at all. What about you? Yeah, I write my to-do list down. And actually, Heather, I know things change, but I get like a weird satisfaction. Like later, like now when we finish this, I will like start a new list and be like one, like what I need to do by the end of the day, like start again. I make yeah, lots of little like lists in the day. And my list is hopefully getting smaller unless there's some emails waiting for me that suggest otherwise. So I find that quite satisfying. <laughs> I've also started like d- doing, I do like a master to-do list, which is like, for me, like I mean, work-wise. So for me, then that would all be like, show sl gold man yeah and then i like hone in on specifics per yeah for every day and then that big list and because and then i can add into those sections and stuff as the week Mm. um otherwise a bit like as you say heather then the list just goes all over the place yeah it can get a bit wild the lady in this feature anna barris brown she's the co-founder of shine for women um and I don't know if you guys read hers, but like, my God, hers is very complicated chip-based system. She thinks she kind of divvies her tasks into three different um, chips that like blue, red, and white, as if it was a casino. And blue are precious. She says blue chips are the most precious. Red is somewhere in the middle and white chips are huge, but less valuable. So blue are things that are like really important to her success as a, you know, as a mother or a leader or whatever. So it's, you know, you know, making sure she has important meetings and then red chips are things that you need to do to get the blue chips done. So it's, so she even puts like being active on LinkedIn as one of those. And then white is things that she can basically delegate. So like making appointments or posting on social media. I mean, not all of us can delegate them, but anyway, I just thought it was really fascinating. Delegating was booking holidays and cooking, which I'd love to do. I know, it would be lovely to be able to delegate these things, but I guess it's- It's it's important or business. It's interesting to see how um, somebody at that level keep every all the balls juggling in there tim does that as well it's got like a name and he like every day he like writes his paper and four and he does exactly that not with like chips but it's like and there's like different categories so clever i've heard of people doing that yeah really there, there is science behind it the eisenhower matrix is also referred to as urgent important matrix helps you decide on and prioritize tasks by urgency and importance sorting out less urgent important tasks as well so there's yeah 
essentially things you should do first so really important then it's like schedule important but not so urgent then it's like what you can delegate and then it's like what isn't urgent or important so like really could be done like a Thursday or Friday okay love that I might do that yeah because every week you can really like plot things out I think I can like visually if you like writing things out I think it'd be quite nice to well, see that and also you know you, you can write down your whole to-do list and be so overwhelmed by things and then actually you know you can, if you actually boil it down you it's not as stressful as you think because exactly you might be doing this on a Monday and it doesn't need to be done till Friday so and exactly oh, I'm still that the Eisenhower watch make the Eisenhower matrix, Eisenhower matrix. okay good tip um all right well, if you- very scary yeah, very scary, but also very clever. Um, if you're looking for more tips on um, how to stay organised, then definitely have a look at the feature that we wrote on the site. Um, I think we will leave it there. Thank you so much both. Um, and thank you for listening too. If you have any feedback at all, please do email podcast at sheerlux.com. We love hearing from you. Don't forget also to rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends. Bye-bye.